Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Ask yourself, what do I love? What am I good at? What does the world need from me? The intersection of these three answers is ikigai, a Japanese concept that means that which gives your life purpose and makes life worth living. Your ikigai is the reason you get out of bed in the morning. Do we even think about why we get out of bed in the morning? Or are we on autopilot? Can we turn up the heat on our intention to live with intention and passion? Let's talk about it. Ikigai made its debut on the world stage when National Geographic anthropologist Dan Buettner published his work about the Blue Zones, those five areas in the world where people live extremely long, healthy, and happy lives. The Blue Zones are Sardinia, Italy, Costa Rica's Nicoya Peninsula, Icaria, Greece, among the Seventh-day Adventists in Loma Linda, California, and on the island of Okinawa, a remote island in the southwest of Japan. Studies of the Blue Zones revealed that people there consume a plant-based diet rich in colorful vegetables and eat only until they are 80% full. And they all have ikigai, purpose. Authors Hector Garcia and Frances Morales interviewed elders in Ogimi, an Okinawan village, with the highest concentration of centenarians in the world. When asked why they retired or when they retired, the elders didn't really know what they were talking about. Not keeping your mind and body engaged as seen as bad for your health, since it disconnects your soul from your ikigai, your purpose. Finding your ikigai is felt to be crucial to longevity and a life full of meaning. The people of Ogimi don't talk about or define themselves by what they did throughout their working life. Instead, they speak in detail about all the things they're doing now in their 80s and 90s. They keep doing what they love, what they're good at, and what the world needs, even after they have left the office for the last time. Every day I wake up and go to the fields to grow tomatoes. 92-year-old Akira is speaking. Later, she continues, I walk to the grocery store next to the beach and sell them. In the afternoon, I go to the community center and prepare green tea for all my family and friends. 
ask yourself, what do I love? What am I good at? What does the world need from me? There are two other Japanese concepts that can support us in finding our ikigai. The first is itaikan, which is having a commitment to a community and tucking into a role in that community. Ikigai is not individualistic or focused on self-preservation. The second is jiko jitsugen which is self-realization, the fulfillment of a personal mission. It's not enough just to know what our purpose is. We have to put our purpose into action. You can hear commitment to community and self-realization at work in Akira's description of her day, growing tomatoes and making green tea. She takes her part in providing for her loved ones, and she's very clear about the way she contributes to her community, her reason for being. Maybe your ikigai is curing cancer, or ending racism, or stopping tyranny. That would be a good idea. Maybe it's your job, and that is great good luck. And then there's this. Rebecca Sabke, a former admissions director at Dartmouth College, wrote very movingly in the Times this week about reading 2,000 college applications a year. It is incredibly difficult to choose whom to admit. Yet in the chaos of SAT scores, extracurriculars, and recommendations, she says, one quality is always really irresistible in a candidate. Kindness. She goes on to describe the first and only application she ever received that included not only stellar grades and outstanding class rank, but a recommendation from the school custodian. The custodian wrote that he was compelled to support this student's candidacy because of his thoughtfulness. This young man was the only person in the school, wrote the custodian, who knew the names of every member of the janitorial staff. He turned off lights in empty rooms, consistently thanked the hallway monitor each morning, and tidied up after his peers, even if nobody was watching. He had a refreshing respect for every person at the school, regardless of position, popularity, or clout. He was admitted to Dartmouth by unanimous vote of the admissions committee. Kindness can be your ikigai. His Holiness the Dalai Lama says, kindness is my religion. Ask yourself, what do I love? What am I good at? What does the world need from me? These questions call us to be thoughtful and courageous and to live at the intersection of our responses. Yale University professors Miroslav Wolf and Ryan McAnally Linz teach a course called Life Worth Living, based on the beliefs that living a good life depends on our ability to ask, deliberate, and articulate the question 
of what gives our life purpose. They don't see the question of purpose as being fluffy at all. Their sense is that marketing and popular culture shape us without our realizing it, making our lives a series of consumer decisions or a mad race for some vaguely defined success. In a world in which coherent traditions no longer form what sociologist Peter Berger called a sacred canopy for our lives, a stable point of orientation that gives our lives meaning. The way to escape the malaise of a life adrift is to reflect intentionally on what makes our life worth living. So what if we just don't know? Hector Garcia suggests that we begin by noticing. Just notice when we lose ourselves in that state known as flow, that creative pleasure process in which we're so engrossed we don't even notice the time is passing. Speaking of flow, martial artist Bruce Lee famously instructed, be water, my friend. Notice, he says, take action to put yourself into situations where you're doing what you love and what you're good at and make the time to make the connection to what the world needs. Increasing our time at flow increases our connection with our ikigai, our purpose. It doesn't have to be grand. Did you see the documentary Jiro Dreams of Sushi? Jiro owns a small sushi restaurant near the Ginza subway station in Tokyo. Jiro's been making sushi every day for more than eight years. I'm sorry, every day for more than 80 years. <laughs> He's an artist. Every day he and his son go to the Tusichi uh, fish market and choose the best fish and then return to the piece of their little kitchen, their temple. Time disappears. They serve just 10 customers at the sushi bar. This is their ikigai. Even after Michelin awards them three stars, nothing changes. In the movie, you see one of Jiro's apprentices learning to make tamago, which is that sweet egg omelet sushi. He practices and practices, but to no avail. He can't win Jiro's approval. The apprentice may get bored cooking eggs every day. He may get frustrated and angry and despairing, but he never gives up. Why? Because, like Jiro, his ikigai is being a sushi master and feeding people beautiful food. And then years and years into trying to master tamago, one day, Jiro finally looks at him and nods his head. Yes. Yes. Psychologist Bali Gill says that to find our ikigai, we need to seek and find something we deeply, strongly believe in. 
The inner fire is ignited when we answer, what would I like to see different in this world? The answer might just land in our laps, but wherever it comes from, it should demand our attention. And then we need to stop thinking and start trying. There's rarely a right moment to surface our passion and begin to pursue our ikigai. Moment by moment ask, what do I need to be doing right now? Every conscious step in the right direction will help. Speak to others who have walked the path, and if it's never been done before, if you're building the road as you walk on it, find the urge to doubt that you can make a difference. Find it and fight it. Ask yourself, what do I love? What am I good at? What does the world need from me? When I think of Ikigai, I think of the unlikely story of the woman. I've told you this story before. I love it so much. She started an outreach program to take zoo animals to people who could never go to the zoo. I'm sorry I don't know her name. These are her words. In one mental hospital, we went to a group known as the boys. The boys can be aged 18 to 48, but with a mental capacity from infant to two or three years. I had a ferret, she says. One boy came running, yelling, touch, touch, touch. And I said, you can touch him later. But when we got around to it, the feeling had left him. I just wanted to die. Tears streamed down my face. I'd missed it. Oh, did I miss it. But I've never missed it again. In a cancer ward, a man refused to come out of his room. He was bitter and angry. He heard there were animals. He was just a little curious. So this time, right away, I said, would you like to touch? Oh, sure, sure, he said sarcastically. With these hands, he thrust them in my face. There were no fingers left. And then he just looked down at the floor. I felt terrible, but I said, here then with your palms. And he began to let us help. With each animal, he became softer. For once, there was something besides his illness. He began to cry. This is so beautiful, he said. I will never forget this. It turns out that the secret to a long, healthy, and happy life is not set to set our sights on the hope of some great life tomorrow. The secret is to live our intention today. And this is possible not only at the individual level, but as an entire community. My friend Lama Suryadas says, finding purpose and meaning are the real deal. Maybe they're the whole deal. Beloved spiritual companions, 
Let us find our ikigai, our reason to get out of bed in the morning and turn up the heat on our intention to live with intention and passion. Ask yourself, what do I love? What am I good at? What does the world need from me? Remember, I've missed it. Oh, did I miss it. But I've never missed it again. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.